Wake Up World. You're now tuned in to the Wake Up and Win podcast, and I'm your host, Devon Pouncey. We're here at the Pac West Center in downtown Portland, home of 1029 and 750 The Game. I got Rodney and D-Boy back in the building. What's good, y'all? What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. So, we're going to jump straight into it today. We ain't going to waste no time, no riffraff, no drick drag. The UCLA fellas is back. (laughs) (laughs) They made it back. They made it back. Thanks to your man's President Donald Trump. Trump with it. Trump. (laughs) Who man? (laughs) (laughs) Who man? Thanks to your man's President Trump. So, So President Trump, he went out to China. He went out to Asia. And well, China is is in Asia, obviously, but he went to talk to the president of China and he basically helped the boys get out. How? He went and talked to him. <laughs> they, I mean, he went and talked to him. He, he went and talked to him. What did he say? What did he say? He went out there, he talked to the president. Obviously, I don't know what was said in the conversation, but mm. you did get Leangelo Ball, you got the UCLA players who came out and thanked President Trump. After President Trump asked for the thank you, too, by the way. Let's not forget that part. <laughs> but they came out and thanked President Trump. Be because, humble. <laughs> Sit down. Because uh, that's what Trump does. So you had Leangelo. You know, he had to do the press conference. Did y'all see when they actually landed back in America? Man, 300,000 cameras <laughs> around them folks. They were swimming in cameras. Celebrities. Yeah, it was big time paparazzi when they got back. So you had Trump come. You had Trump go talk to the president out there. He was able to get them out of doing really any time i know it was you know it was they were expected to do some house arrest you had some people saying that they could be doing years out there because obviously they committed a crime in another country he got them out of doing 22 days in a hotel yeah Yeah. they was facing some hard times they might have been facing something (laughs) man that's the last we heard that they was getting officially 22 days so it was a lot basically talked them out he talked them out of 22 days yeah big deal so 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 what he did tweet was when he got back when it went well when they got back when everything happened he tweeted, and I quote, Do you think the three UCLA basketball players will say thank you, President Trump? Question mark. They were headed for 10 years in jail. Exclamation oh mark. Oh, my God. He's so he dramatic. dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> they was headed for 22 days. You stay, we obviously heard maximum penalty. They wasn't going to get that. Let's not lose sight. We understand it's in another country, but it's still some glasses. His glasses, they wasn't finna do 10 years, you feel me? So shout out to him for whatever his influence was on shortening whatever the thing was. But they wasn't getting nowhere near 10 years. I don't think his his whole plan was even to to really get them out because he wanted to get them back. I think he did it just for that, for the reason he tweeted right there. Yeah, I feel like that was his M.O., you feel me? If he gonna ask for it to thank you, like, come on, bruh. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely don't respect him asking for the thank you. I don't know what they would have gotten out there. You did still commit a crime in a foreign country. You don't know what comes with that, really. But they're back. They they thank President Trump. But the fact that he had to come out and say thank you or to tell, tell them to say thank you, then he Childish. followed up. And then after they did it, he followed up with another tweet saying, to the three UCLA basketball players, I say, you're welcome. Go out and give a big thank you to President Xi, Xi Jinping, whatever the president of China's name <laughs> is, who made your release possible and have a great life. Be careful. There are many pitfalls on the long and winding road of life. He is something <laughs> else. <laughs> Sour Patch Kid. I can't believe it. So, so, so Trump feels good about what he did. He feels mm-hmm. good about getting those guys back out here. He he's taking all the credit. I mean, if he, anything, I think that the one thing he did say accurate is that they should thank the uh, president from over there. Yeah, you know for what sure. I mean? Because yeah. that's that you was in their country at the end of the day. You feel me? So I feel like he had more influence than even Trump. You feel me? You was in my country. I should hold the most weight and had the most influence. So, um, I think that should have been. Uh, you know what I mean? As a president of our country and it being people from your country, I don't think you should be asking or requesting a thank you. I think you should be pointing them in a direction to thank, you know what I mean, whoever right. the president is that you just tried to pronounce. He's so, supposed to be a leader, example. Yeah, like, for sure. So I'm going to uh, play the audio right quick of LeAngelo Ball thanking Trump. Hold on right quick. 
This does not define who I am. My family raised me better than that, and I'm going to make myself a better person from here on out. I'm grateful for this UCLA team that stood strong beside us and made it possible for me to be sitting here in front of you all today. I'd also like to thank President Trump and the United States government for the help that they provided as well. There you go. You know how I feel. That I, wasn't genuine. Yeah, nah, You don't it, think it was genuine? It, nah, that was scripted. Yeah, you could tell. I don't... I, I real, mean, yeah, of course it was. I mean, man, real recognized, really. It was like I don't know, bro. Mm-mm. I mean, I mean, of course he definitely was told what to say when he went up there and said everything he had to say. It wasn't a he was prepared coming into it. Right. It wasn't like I'm gonna just get up here and just talk and say something and come straight from the heart. It wasn't one of those kind of situations. He knew he was gonna have a press conference in front of the media and that he had to pretty much already have what he was gonna say prepared. So. I I don't I wouldn't say that it was wrong of him to thank President Trump. Like I don't think he was wrong. It just t- it, it devalues it. You know what I mean? If he would have right. did that without Trump's request of it, then we would have. Well, that's what the problem is. It, it wasn't him saying thank yeah, no, you. That was, wasn't the problem. The problem, the problem was no. that was yeah. what Trump said. But I, feel like I think a, it was the right thing to do to yeah. thank Trump. If Trump helped you, he helped you. That doesn't mean you got to be a Trump supporter. That doesn't mean you know what I mean. If the man helped you out, the man helped you out. Thank him. But the fact that Trump had to ask for the thank you, especially in the position that he's in, it seems like he wanted the credit for helping get them back here to the States. And it's like, is that what really makes you feel accomplished as a president? Like a power struggle. Like, okay, you're going to say thank you to me, and I'm going to make sure I'm going to say it before you even get a chance to say thank you to me. Make the whole situation seem fake to Yeah, me. yeah. You know what I mean? It's way bigger. Like, we're still talking about... You feel me? A college player and some dang glasses. Uh-huh. Like, it, it just, all of it just make it seem fake. I don't know. I, I ain't I ain't buying into it too much. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's, it's nothing to necessarily buy into too much, but you just never know what was going to happen. Being in a foreign country, laws are definitely different. Everything is different. Here, yeah, it was some glasses. It's whatever. It wasn't nothing. Slap on the wrist. You probably just get arrested. You don't even really go to jail foreign country you never know what the consequences could be they could have different laws and regulations as to what happens with those players i'm feeling like the whole thing was set up is what i'm trying to say yeah i feel like it was all it you know what i mean it's different from hitting the headlines and like all these young kids do some stupid stuff and you know what i mean it happens now with all of the other elements that have been added and make it seem like this whole thing is for a whole different reason bigger than we might see you know like immediately. So, so, so do you think nobody stole any glasses and got caught out there? Yeah, I think it was an inside job. I don't think no oh, glasses. So you think the yeah. whole thing I was set up? I don't think that. I think they got caught up out there. I think Donald Trump seen an opportunity to make something about himself like he always do yeah. and then take all the credit for like, oh, I got them out. I got well, them back Well, he was going to out there yeah. for totally different and reasons. And that's, that's another yeah. thing, too. It would be different if he went out there for that specific... Yeah, right. You know what I mean? If he was already... I don't know, bro. That, that's just, why I think it was an opportunity for him. He's seen it like, oh, it's a chance for me to yeah, take credit I, that's for that's what it. I looked at, yeah. it, looked at it as. I don't think it was necessarily a setup. I think that they really went out there and did whatever they did. Whoever grabbed the glasses, stole the glasses, and got caught, they did that. But he was already there. Him... Telling them to say thank you, that was way off. But I wouldn't say it was a setup. I think something did actually happen out there right. amongst three freshman basketball players that made an idiotic mistake in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. It happens. Like, freshmen, they're, they're young freshman basketball players. You hear about players getting arrested for shoplifting all the time. They just so happened to do it in China, which definitely added a lot to that. It was right. definitely an added element that you're in a different country. But uh, yeah, I don't think it was necessarily yeah. a setup. It'd be different but, if he flew out there just for the sole purpose it is. And it will, it will, then I can understand, thank you. You was out there. Met, you may or may not really had a big influence on the decision. Like I said, it was sounding like it was going to be something kind of minor anyway with a 22-day hotel house arrest. So He said 10 years. That's why you laughing. That's why you laughing because it's he like, you know what I mean? He didn't, in the tweet, he didn't say, you guys could have done, you know, between house arrest and 10 years. He made it sound maximum sentence punishment because of 
the opportunist. Well, that's part. usually right. what you right. do. You know what I mean? They usually say how much they're the maximum that's, of what they're facing. It, that's what you it, usually but, do mention the maximum right, right. of what somebody's facing, but even you, if they you, get you gotta, off all the way off but of it. Like, for committing for committing a crime, he can face up to and that's how you but he made it sound like I saved him from ten years on the verbatim on the tweet. Yeah, yeah. He said he said they could have done ten years. So he definitely I maybe that was the maximum of what they could have done up to for stealing some glasses. But now that they're back in the States, they're suspended indefinitely right now, which means we don't know when they get to come back, how long they're suspended if they're out for the season right now is just indefinitely. What should the punishment be for those three players? Me personally, I think they should get maybe like five games out. Um, Because honestly, you don't want to take away an entire season for one mistake. I mean, we hear college players make a lot of mistakes throughout their entire career you know i know some athletes that had duis or you know they didn't crash the car or stole something you know and they face a little suspension and then they get back on the court you have to give somebody consequence so they know that they're not supposed to do it again but you do yeah. need to give them some light to, you know to know that they can come back from it i agree i think that a punishment is built for um making somebody learn from their mistake in hopes that it won't happen again and i feel like everything they went through just media wise you know what yeah. i mean not even talking about if they did do four to six days out of their 22 days stint or whatever you feel me i think just the the how big the situation has gotten over something in our eyes that could be very small and minimal i think that they already been missing games you know what i mean i think that right. and i think it's time to you know hit the ground rolling and, and start playing again they already got the apology out i think Anything else is just going to prolong the media hype. Yeah, I say at max 10 games. At max at 10 ma- games. And yeah. haven't they already at been out for, for... They, I know they missed the games that was played in China. Uh, yeah, right, I, right. But, and a few but, after, too, I believe. But maybe maybe one after. But but at max, I would say 10 games max. You know, I mean, you know, people say how bad it made the school look. Like I said, it's no denying that they did it in China. They... they, they they yeah. deserve some type of I, discipline for right, it. Yeah. I don't think it should be a season-long discipline. I agree. Not at all. I agree, too, because you're dealing with a, a prestigious school institution, yeah, too. Yeah, I was sure. thinking from a basketball perspective, but when you think of the school they and the representation UCLA. of the school, they represent yeah, UCLA. That, that I do see that it should be, you know what I mean, a slightly stiffer punishment on, like, the games missed or something because – you know what I mean? You shouldn't yeah, just be able to return country, back to they, yeah, right, yeah. right. Now, right. now you made the school look bad not only in America but in Nashville, China yeah, globally. Yeah, yeah. You made the school look globally, bad, so yeah. they definitely deserve. Ten games, Max. They, def- they definitely deserve some discipline. Like, like I said, jail, ten games, give them some back pay. And, 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 <laughs> and the media <laughs> aspect of it isn't isn't going to die down either way. With Leangelo Ball on that team, if, when they do come back, right. it's going to be talked about, and fans and student sections. Oh, they're going in. Everywhere that that team plays at this year, from here on out, you freaking oh, they, Oh man, the, the student sections. You're a thief. Can oh, you student. see? Or you need my glasses? Oh, they're gonna have legit. Yeah, they're gonna have legit chance. They're gonna. Oh, the student sections are gonna put stuff together. They're gonna plan for Signs, that game. Everything. Signs, chants, cheers, everything. So, I don't see it necessarily dying down as much because it is Leangelo Ball for one right? and for two this is college ball this isn't the NBA and the NBA it would die down it would it would legit but in college well, we dealing with childish we did yeah <laughs> college yeah they petty in college 19, that student section petty. is real, yeah, yeah, real petty so I don't know if it's gonna die down here in the long run. It, I think this is gonna last at least this full season. <laughs> oh, the whole season. The whole, the whole season, season. They gotta deal with that. I mean, if your last name is Ball, you're in the media. Period. That's it. And so if he's you do getting something talked too? about. Yeah, mm. especially like what he did. Right. So yeah, they're definitely gonna be talked about. But like I said, I say ten games max. They don't deserve a full season, but they did represent the school and what it is that they did. Mm-hmm. They got to deal with some, di- and that's UCLA, prestigious school, prestigious institution. So they got to deal with that. But D boy, before we, you know, started the podcast today, you made some mentions about Lonzo. What, what, what was you feeling over there? Because we're going to stick just, with the balls right now. We we yeah, don't carry yeah, over yeah. into something Since else. We're talking but about the balls. We're on the we balls. Stick with the balls. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, let's do it. Let's <laughs> do it. I got enough balls to say that I'm a Laker fan, and uh, I'm disappointed in his in his play so far. You know what I mean? I think. All Laker fans could pretty much agree with that. And uh, you could be optimistic about it still, but 
what I talked about earlier before we started the show is the fact that I've been seeing a lot of controversial posts from my peers and people that I respect's opinion. And uh, basically they've been saying how he's a bust. You know what I mean? They're already calling him a bust. And I don't even think we 20 games into the season for real. We yeah, might exactly. just be hitting that 20, you know, 20 game thing. So on the optimism side with, with the dude still young and got puberty acne on his face, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, like, right. I think it's too early to call him a bust, but I can say that, you know, the hype that was based around him, um, it, it's, it's disappointing to see the kind of numbers that he putting up so far. Yeah, I wouldn't say he a bust just yet, but I mean, he's very disappointing. And on top of that, his dad put this big old target on his back where people expected him to come out and play like Steph Curry because he did say before this that he can replace Steph Curry on the Warriors and just do the same exact thing they're already doing. But to say he's a bust all the way, not yet. You just see a lot of other rookies doing better than him and his shooting percentage is bad. But I, I would be optimistic if I was a Laker fan because he could rebound. His vision on the court is great. And if we look at it, everybody can learn how to score. That's probably one of the easiest things to learn in basketball is to learn how to score because you see people get better in points per game every year if they keep grinding. We see C.J. McCollum go from scoring seven, eight points a game to 15 points a game to 20-something points a game. Mm -hmm. And so that's a normal thing to see. So I wouldn't be worried if you compare his stats, maybe not his field goal percentage, but his stats. He has the same exact stats as Jason Kidd when he was a rookie so far. Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball and Bust shouldn't even go in the same sentence right now, See? bro. Yeah, but nah. not it's not even a he's a 19-year-old rookie that's playing for a sorry team. Do you think that the pressure of his father is affecting his gameplay? I don't. I don't. I think that he's playing in a really good, really tough National Basketball Association right now against some of the best of the best and right now it's harder to become uh, elite point guard in the NBA probably than it's ever been because there's so many good point guards that are coming after him night in and night out. I don't think so he's close to a bust. With that being said, do you think his father's uh, actions and talk is the reason why that word is being thrown around so that's loosely exactly right now? Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah, why it is. But I don't and think that's that the conversation. But I don't think that translating to the way that he plays because his father was doing all this same talking when Lonzo was in college and Lonzo was a really good player. Now, it's different and I, when yeah. he was a, he was an elite. No, that's not the good. That's not it, a good it, comparison. It, it is that. because he was still playing. He's been dealing with his father his entire life. I don't think but that he, translates like over said, to he's what he's doing. In a very very good national basketball league where he has to come from the, the bottom. Problem. It has we didn't start to do hearing with his, his father, dad. Though. We didn't start hearing his dad talk openly like that until we knew that Lonzo Ball was at the top of his game at the collegiate level. But, you get but what I'm still, saying? he stayed at the top of his game at the collegiate level. That's what I'm level, saying. It's harder to maintain staying where you're already at than to be come into a very new program, a new system, a new uh -huh. league, and and just hit the ground running but already. Has, you know but what I mean? The, but because of the league, not because of his father. Right. It has but nothing I, I to do with LeVar. I think his father affects people that, that play against him, though. So, you know, these point guards is already better than him. That's the and best then, thing for him, though. That's the best thing that could it, be it, happening to Lonzo right now. It could be one of the worst things. It could be one of the worst things, too. I think it's the best thing happening for Lonzo right now. Because you got to understand, like, it's people that's go like – for media purposes, for publicity, all that. They go and add him, and yeah, in the long run, but it could take, you know, four or five years That's for him. That's perfectly fine. He's yeah. 19, so at four or five years, he's 23, 24 years old. He's which is still considered right, right. young. Which That's I agree. We fine. know that Kobe didn't just come out just, just a killer, stone cold out the gates. Right, I understand right. that it takes time to develop, but what I'm saying is coming into a new league, the pressure of coming into a new league is already natural, just on the strength that you're going into the best, you know, league in the world as all, a, all as over, period. The, uh, you're supposed to be the rookie of the year coming right. in and so number with three that, pick. Yeah. So with that, plus the pressure of your father, some people do better with pressure. Some people do worse with pressure. And that's what I'm saying by it could affect Lonzo's ball game to a certain degree. I, I didn't automatically, I I automatically didn't degree. have high expectations of him like, he was getting talked up to be right. When I don't get me wrong, when I seen some of them summer league games, though, I was I was getting a little bit, you know, persuaded that okay, this dude might really come in and be absolutely impactful right. out the gates. You know what I mean? I seen a couple of great court vision passes and shots and touch on floaters, but you know, as of late, I, I'm thinking that he is gonna be one of those 
four to five year players to become elite in the league, which like he said, is cool. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, right. But I what think is that, that the pressure, though? I think he could have been better yeah. this year without the pressure. Without of, the pressure. You know, just dealing with the natural pressures and not the extra. I see a confidence issue now because yeah. he's starting to say it's a mental thing. That's and, pressure. And when your mental is that's not pressure. there, that's, yeah. Can that's I tell pressure. you something about Lonzo Ball? Go ahead. Bro. Outside of his field goal percentage, which he's got a pretty crooked shot anyway. I've never expected him to come in and be a shooter. He's second in blocks for point guards. He's second in the league in blocks. He's second in the lead in rebounds for point guard and he's first in assist to turnover ratio for point guards i'm not calling that a bust as a rookie and in an elite point guard league where you got guys like russell westbrook and you got guys like john wall and athletic point guards who now are more stat sheet you're fillers. on the lakers I, yeah he's it on the lakers. nobody else feeling him he's stats, a rookie so though right, yeah he's right. a rookie it's of it's course it's easy got somebody else so, so, so wait it, if you, you're you not call calling him a bust right the, i'm absolutely not oh, calling you, him a bust no he ain't a bust okay okay yeah, we, we already agree with that he ain't a bust i'm saying why i'm disappointed in in his play based on what i was expecting not only from what his father was saying, but I from his play in the summer I think that's the problem. You got caught league. up in what his father was saying what, rather than what, whole, what it is. But that's the problem, and that's not what it is. I think after underperforming in most people's eyes, I think that he, he's admitted that it's mental. He's admitted that part of the him, you know, not contributing the way he was expected to is mental. You mental comes with the pressure of what living up to the but hype. But that's fine. That's perfectly fine. He's still going out there. He's producing. But he's the, contributing. The question he's not going to come in and be no elite scorer. But the I don't question think was, LeVar has anything to do with him. The question I think was, the pressure of father, playing yeah, in the exactly. NBA has LeVar, everything to do yeah, with yeah, it. Right, right, but right. I think it's the league, not that's, LeVar. That's the given part, though. Like we said, that's natural. Going from college to the NBA, you have a natural pressure of For the transition. Sure. Exactly, exactly. It's an added pressure when your dad is saying that, like he said, you can come in right now as a rookie and take Steph Curry place and the Warriors don't miss a beat. That is that, yes you that's do. In, that's in and out. I think that's in and out of his head. He's playing in the league I, right sure, now. You know, I'm, I'm not sure though. I don't think I'm it has sure. everything to do with his dad. I think it's yeah. the outside noise that has everything to do with his dad. If my dad talking him, me up, I'm trying to live up to my pops man, hype straight no, up. Not you not feel if you're going to be better than Steph. If you know your dad is saying some outrageous, oh my son going to come here and be better than Steph. You think Lonzo really believed that coming into the NBA, but, but I he think got he's smarter all than that. Outside starting to say it to exactly. him, and he's in man, LA, not to mention on the Lakers. You think that he really that. believes that he was nah, going to come in the I league? I think he really believed be he wasn't no, going to keep having two no, points in the game. game. You hearing that's that every game day? That is, you telling me you ain't going to slightly believe it? That is playing. He was putting up. It's a game that his dad is playing. He knows his dad is playing the game. If y'all really sit here and truly believe that he thought he was going to come in the league and be better than Steph Curry, you are playing yourself. Come in the league and be better than what he's being right yeah, now. He's been I think he came in the league. He's confident. He's a basketball player. You're not going to come in the league and say I'm not going to be better than those guys. No, that's you might as well not play basketball if that's the case. No, he's coming in the league do, and he's dealing with. Do you think he thought he would be playing better in the first 20 games than he playing right now? I don't think he thought. I, I think we're overthinking it, and I think we're overthinking it for him as well because of the influence of his father. And that's where I the don't pressure. Think I he think has the world is same, overthinking it because of his. Right. And, and that brings a lot think, of pressure. And I don't think he's having that same issue. Man, I think nobody, he's a rookie I, coming I in here playing in a tough league. Yeah, nobody want to wake up. He's doing nobody good outside. Like I said, he's playing on Lakers. He's doing okay. He's doing good. He's doing He's What I'm saying is he's a rookie right now. You sound like a Lonzo Ball fan. He's a Laker fan. He's a Lonzo Ball fan. And I'm not caught up in LeVar. And you like what his dad doing. You like I love what his dad doing. That's why you sound like I love what his dad is doing. And I think I love what his dad is doing. And I think that his dad is ultimately that's ultimately all going to help him in the long run the fact that these guys are coming at him you think they're not talking to him after the game think you think you, they're not giving him Patrick Beverly he's these cats is going up and really talking to Lonzo after the game it's no you think he really thinks he's better than Steph Curry bro? I think you no. might be in the ball family no, I yeah, might be but I know I might be but I know but I know but I know one thing I just I just read off I just read off some statistics that are legit I just read off some statistics that are some legit statistics for a rookie point guard. No, Rebound no. and assist to turnover, those are That's some of the most important else, right. statistics. nobody else on his team grabbing a rebound. Their team weak. Their team is weak. Now, 
now, now when LeBron or somebody show up next year, it'll be a whole different situation. I think this is the best thing that's happening to him. If anybody <sighs> expected him to come in and be an right, all-star right, right away, he, you pledged yourself a long time yeah, we ago. We all that's agree it, he's not all. a buzz because I know what it's like. We really basketball-oriented, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. So we know the game and the transition. But it's no way that you can say with the amount of attention and hype and people really coming for you, yeah, it's definitely better to play against high-intensified people but it's definitely putting some added pressure. It's the same thing Nobody, like when I grew up playing against no, you. No, it's not the same the, thing. Because you, you, you. you wasn't waking up with certain expectations of you beating me and my friends every day and no, then getting talked about for not doing y'all, it. You y'all didn't talk about me for not beating y'all? Not and that, Come that on wasn't now. Expect, so, no. so you saying y'all didn't trash talk. Y'all no, didn't trash, trash talk and told exactly. you to step your it's game this, up. Exactly. Right, my right. point exactly. Yeah, no, yeah, my point saying. exactly. No. So, and I ended up being better than all y'all at basketball. You, we didn't call you a bust for that. He's not He's not a bust. That's the point. That's you I'm, didn't call him a bust. You didn't call him a bust. None of us three have called yeah, but, him a bust. No, what I'm saying but what I'm is, saying it wasn't is even that a pressure frustrated me right. during the time. Even, it's all fine it and dandy, even but ultimately it made me a better basketball player in the long run. But it makes you but better. That, but it is a lot of people that, that get this pressure and lose confidence and can tumble down the wrong road. It, basically, he had nothing to lose. All he could do is get better. He was playing yeah. with bigger, better people. It's, it's, it's so up, what does right. Lonzo have so, to lose? No, what I'm saying is what too, the controversy that yeah. because he's not performing to a certain expectation. We didn't have as an ex- a rookie. That's what I'm he's saying. A rookie. And you were younger. We didn't he's have an expectation rookie. because of that. As a rookie, we're not giving him that rookie factor like we gave you that you younger did give factor. Me a, then what was the point of you talking trash? Because my expectation was to come out and I, be able to I beat you I was y'all. talking trash because I'm from Vallejo and I'm going to talk trash exactly. no matter what. That's you right, what I'm right. saying? Yeah. It That's wasn't because it was like you went Now, now like, it's because no. you're from Vallejo. That's an expectation. It's an expectation of you to talk trash because you're from Vallejo, right? You just said it. I'm talking trash because I'm from Vallejo. That's a Vallejo thing. That I should expect you to talk trash because you're from Vallejo, right? So, that's an expectation. So say, yeah, and we expect right there is an expectation. That's what you're saying. Lonzo should expect everything he's getting everything, right now. Everything that's coming to him. He he right. expected it. He He's expecting it and he expected it. And he's taking his lumps because he's playing in a tough NBA. But ultimately, this is going to be the best thing that ever happened to him. So I'm not even – him and Bus really are so far apart right now because he's 19 years old playing in a tough NBA. That's all I'm saying. You expect whether the expectations is because you're from Vallejo or anything else, the expectation was still for me to come out and beat y'all or you were going to talk crap to me for not doing so. Even even without the expectation, I watched you be pissed sometimes when you wouldn't beat us. You get what I'm saying? It affected how you played. Because you you were going to try to quit sometimes. I wasn't going to be pissed if I did beat you. No. That's, what, not, that's not the point. What I'm saying is, you did beat me. I wasn't going to be pissed that he was still pissed off. wasn't going to be able to talk it, about it. What me. I'm saying is, it affect. I've watched it affect your game that you got mad that you couldn't beat us even without the expectation to beat us. You get what I'm saying? The expectation you, was for me to beat you, or you wouldn't have talked crap to me. If I would have beat you, then now I no longer I'm saying, have that expectation is, because I already beat you. No, I don't I'm, have an expectation to is, beat you if I got the job What I'm saying is done. when you were young and we were playing, it, it was, we could play 20 times and you would lose every time when we were younger, right? I say that to say you still got mad even though that was the expectation. You knew that the chances were slim to none for you to lose. So if he's losing to every point guard that he's playing against on a nightly basis. As a rookie. He's still going to be mad. And then waking up hearing right. about it every day. You're going to be mad. You yeah, got mad yeah. when you heard me say, yeah, little, you feel me? You yeah, like, yeah, that's, all, that's but, what but, I'm saying. But what I'm saying is ultimately, ultimately. It made you better in the long it run. It didn't affect my gameplay because I got better. It affected that's, me in a good way. No, that's right, ultimately right. you in so the why are we right. even talking about this because dude being a bust? We're talking about now. We're not talking about if he's going to be better in it five years. My game we're talking about now. Right now. We're talking about so now. Right now, so, he's not so a bust. What, you, what you're saying is what, what Devon is saying is that we shouldn't be worried about Lonzo because he's going to be good. What you're saying is right now with the expectations that he was supposed to have, he's not living up to it. Exactly. And... and but what's the point? The if argument we think he's is not. Be it, the argue, we never had a question. Is he going to be good in five years? Damn, you right. Yes. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. That's not the question, though. The question is right now: Is his the father? Is, is he a is bust? His father's impact, <laughs> and he's not. No, the question was: <laughs> Is his father's impact affecting in any way his gameplay? And I think we both could agree that yeah. in some ways it could definitely be influencing 
a mental toughness in his game at 19 years old. That's the best thing that could be happening for him. Down the road, we agree that. Now and down the road. If it's not happening right now, then it doesn't affect him in a positive way down the road. So right now it's the best thing that could be happening because later it will all come out to fruition that everything that he's dealing with right now, all the pressures that he's dealing with right now is ultimately going to help him be a good point guard. Best thing that I could think be the happening listeners to him. Can see both sides because I, I get what you're saying. Best thing that saying, could be happening to him. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's the best thing. The argument is, is on two different sides. They, it's kind of saying the same thing, arguing about different things at the same time. If you know what I mean by saying, I that. get, I get exactly yeah. what you're saying. Right, right. But ultimately, think it's the best thing that could be happening to him. The fact that people are even engaging in the conversation that he is a bust because whatever their expectation was because of what his father was saying, you're playing yourself. But next up, I want to talk about this Drake situation because uh, Drake had an issue out in, I think it was, he was in Sydney, Australia. He was in Sydney, Australia, and he was having a show, and there was a fan there that was groping women, touching on women in the crowd, doing whatever it was that he was doing, probably drunk, I'm sure. I mean, if you're at a Drake show, you're at a Drake concert, I'm pretty sure you were messed up drunk. And so Drake says from the stage, if you don't stop and touch, if you don't stop touching girls, I'm going to come out there and F you up. I'm not playing with you, bro. I'm not playing with you. If you don't stop putting your hands out on girls, I'm going to come out there and F you up myself. What are y'all thoughts on that? I mean, he, he has to do that. For one, it ain't right for for you to touch a woman if, if she doesn't want you touching. That's, let's get that out there right now. You can't do that. That shit nasty. But when, when we get down to, like, if it's your concert, everybody's there for you, it's kind of like what we want our president to do sometimes. Yes, I'm throwing shots. It's what we want our president to do. Stand up and be a leader. If it's your concert and there's a man out there touching women, you need to tell him, I'll fuck you up. And then let him know. Actually, I'll kick him out. I wouldn't even give him another well, shot. Well, he got kicked out. Yeah, he once, got kicked out. Once but... Drake said something on the stage, Drake didn't have to come out and do nothing. The bouncers yeah. and every yeah, security exactly, and everybody exactly. else, yeah, they went straight for a dude. That's all I was going to say. It's easy. If if y'all identify somebody being disrespectful, I think all the extra ver- verbiage, I'm going to come out there and fuck you up. Like, you damn near singing pop. You know, yeah. softer type of... <laughs> I think that yeah. you saying, I'm going to fuck you up is because you got... 20, you know what I'm saying, securities probably at the venue, probably more than that, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And you're not going to be the one to stop your show and personally escort this dude out. It just ain't happening, you yeah, feel me? Yeah, it's not. So I feel like it was a different way that he could have went about getting the same thing done, you feel me? But obviously letting it, letting it be known that that's not cool and you don't stand for that, that's admirable. But just to be like, oh, I'm going to fuck you up if you don't stop her, is that what he said? Here's my question here. That's basically yeah, that's what he said. But here's my question now because we're also talking about rap, hip-hop, where you talk about you disrespect women a lot oh, in yeah, that industry. Yeah. And, and you're a rapper. Mm-hmm. You disrespect women a lot. Could you see your, and I don't know what extent, it was that the dude was touching a woman. So I'm not saying it from the perspective like we know exactly how blatant he was when it came to touching these women or, you know, if the women really were like, Mm-hmm. Turned all the way right, off. Right. They were scared. If they I were uncomfortable, in, in, in venues busting down. So <laughs> and that's my point. And that's my point. It I, what level. In, in those kind of in those kind of venues or mm-hmm. situations, like you never know what's really like. You know what I mean? It, it, it yeah, can get right. touchy feely in right. there. And, and yeah, I feel like really get touchy feely. And also being a rapper and somebody who performed at a lot of different venues, like I know that when you up there on stage, like like you can see certain stuff, but you got tunnel vision at the same time like you're on a natural high you in your mode you know what i mean so for for somebody to be for me to notice somebody groping women you got to be doing some exaggerated groping you know what i mean like for me to really notice you know what i mean even like when fights start breaking out and stuff like you don't catch it until you start really seeing a lot of activity around like oh it's a problem you feel me so i say all that to say like you know what i mean i think that if somebody was doing something that intensified and it took for Drake to have to say something before the security got a handle on it anyway, it went too far to begin with. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But as he said, we don't know in what way he was really groping, what was really going on, you feel me, if some people was down for it or whatever the case may be. So I wasn't there. I don't know enough, but I just think that, you know what I mean, it's easy to say, oh, I F you up or whatever when you're on stage and you got a team of people who going to do it for you. 
Yeah, I, I really agree with you. Um, he, he did have a lot of bouncers, you know, there, and, and I just feel like he, he did something that he had to do. You know, I feel like he he, he didn't really mean that he'll fuck him up. We we know Drake. Yeah, yeah. Drake is, is a pop star. but He might have might have a little hands. He, he work out. He in shape. He training. He might be able to yeah, get out. Yeah. I got my eyes on. No, nah, you might nah, be able to. Nah, boop, nah, beep, nah, beep, nah. Oh, boy. Nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Drizzy Drake, Aubrey. <laughs> nah, I man. Just, like, what, you, I, what you think, Devon? I mean, I mean, I truly think that, I mean, I respect him for doing it if you know we we've had people come on this podcast like the jessica luthers of the world you know mm -hmm. what i mean and we we don't run away from talking about you know the rape politics in sports and i mean it, it goes all the way around all the way across the board so if the dude was in there groping women and making them making them uncomfortable which i would think he was doing based right. on drake even having to come out and say something I think it was the right thing for Drake to do. I've been to Drake shows and concerts before. Drake talks a lot of he talks a lot of crap oh, yeah, when he he's do. on that stage. He do. Like Drake is an entertainer. He so I'm not surprised that he said he'd f dude up. He wouldn't have to get to dude and dude wouldn't be able to get to him before he had 20 bouncers coming after him. So yeah, I, I can see what you're saying from that standpoint. But like I said, I just know it's a it's a kind of culture that's also being established from the type of music that we love, that we listen to, that's put out there because we all have been around and been in clubs and been in, you know what I mean, those type of settings where, like I said, things do get a little bit touchy-feely. Things do. do start to happen. If for him to say something, somebody in there must have been uncomfortable. So I respect him saying something, and I respect him calling dude out on it because none of us here, you know, we are all good enough and decent enough people to where none of us here have any kind of intent of making a girl feel uncomfortable by the way we touch her. You right, know what I mean? And right. that's, that's just flat out what it is. But it's just... I wish I did know a little bit more. I wish I could see some footage of it. Exactly. And even yeah. still, it would probably be more so footage of Drake saying what he was saying rather than footage of the dude actually doing anything. But I just think, you know, that kind of a culture where women are disrespected to the magnitude that they are, sometimes things go a little bit further than maybe expected. Sometimes both parties enjoy what it is. Like, it's a lot of elements that goes into it. So, ultimately, I respect him for calling dude out on it. I don't mind him calling dude out on it. But I also don't know the situation deep enough right. to just sit here and flat out say, you know, dude was wrong or she was right. or I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know if it was consent between the two of them i really don't know but like i said my initial thought is that since he had to call the dude out on it it must not have been consensual just from what i know and from from what i'm able to read but if you were doing the show does that it, basically what i'm saying is is that even on your conscience when you're doing a show you've done I mean, plenty if I of see shows something that's out of pocket like yeah that, you know it's different between entertaining and make i ain't never made a song saying i'm a touch on a female the wrong way disrespectfully right. anything she doing is because she want to do it you feel me right. so it's like obviously if i see something going on yeah i just probably would use different verbiage i'm not gonna say i'm gonna f somebody up who i probably ain't gonna never have no access to you feel me yeah, but i'm gonna exactly. make it be yeah. known that he's a loser he's a tramp he's a joke and he's out of here. Yeah, might you as well say you're going to F him up then. Nah, <laughs> nah. Because <'Cause laughs> nah, nah. you ain't going to It's unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's realistic we, that he's a tramp. We have seen rappers jump in the crowd and throw him a little bit. We, yeah, we've, we've seen, seen, we've seen, seen that. Drake happen. ain't doing that, though. But yeah, we're not. He's and not. Because he's he not. not. That's what I'm saying. For one, he's too big to yeah. do that anyways. Oh, yeah. He's not. Oh, he's going to let his security handle it for sure, for sure. So, But he is all that said, But like I said, if it if it if it got to the point where Drake was mad enough that he wanted to go out and do that, I really can care less about what he said or how he said it. For me, it was all about calling the dude out anyway. The fact that he called him out, I can respect it. You know what I mean? If right. dude was really in there making people feel uncomfortable, yeah, that's a given. I've seen him also ways been around. Been wrong I've seen him been yeah, around, exactly. like I said, just the same way I've seen a lot of people consensual being touchy feeling and feeling in those type of environments. I have seen people take it too far in those type of environments as well because people are drunk. People don't know. Some right. people don't and know they, how to they, control it. They let you liquor. get away with a little they bit. They let you get away with a little bit. And you you and take it, an inch and you make it a mile. I've seen those kind of yeah, situations yeah. as well. So like I said, ultimately, 
I respect what it is that Drake did because from what I know and from what I'm hearing, I would think the dude got an inch and took it a mile. It took a mile, yeah. And Drake yeah. spotted him, and he called him out on it. However he called him out, I really could care less. But the fact that he saw a dude going too far with it at one of his shows, you don't never want to have your name attached to nothing that has None to do that. with Ray. I yeah, don't care yeah. if it's just at your show, and, you know, obviously nothing's going to happen to you. But if it's a girl at your show and you feel like she's being – touched inappropriately or she's getting ready to damn near be raped or anything sexually assaulted, harassed, whatever the case may be, your name is still attached to that. It's the same way. Oh, oh man, I just went blank. But the girl who, who did the show when they had the terrorist attack, it was overseas. It was, uh, was it, was it, uh, Taylor Swift? No, no, it wasn't, no, it wasn't uh, Swift show. They had the show overseas. And I know exactly. And yeah, she, they she, just, she been breaking down, crying yeah, about it. Yeah, she been, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but anywho, uh, I'm a, I'm gonna look it up right was quick it, and get was it. Was it, um, 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 that girl, she, she, was she on Nickelodeon at one point? Er- Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Yeah, Ariana yeah, Grande. Yeah, yeah. Good call. Man. Good call. Good call. Good call. Good call. It's going to come to me. Good call. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in Manchester, when they had right, the bomb right. attack in Manchester, they were at an Ariana Grande concert. She had nothing to do with the bombing or the attacking that happened. But the fact that her name is attached to the same concert that somebody set off a bomb in and people died and got killed by it, it affects her heavily. And right. she had nothing to do with the bond. She just wanted to That's come out. That's way more intensified, though, but I get no, you. No, but it's a similar type of situation. If if somebody gets harassed, assaulted, raped, or anything at my show, I don't feel responsible for it, but I also feel some type of way because it was my show. Yeah, it's intensified. People lost their lives. Maybe he called dude out on it before it could have got intensified, but that could have also led to many different things if dude was able to get away with Right. ultimately what he could have got away with. So it's intensified in mm-hmm. his different situations, but the show is still attached to his and, name. And you somewhat feel like you're responsible in that situation because you feel like everybody's there for you. And so when something happens because they're there for you, you'd be feeling like, damn, if I didn't have this show, that probably wouldn't have happened. And you know what I mean? And yeah, it's it's out of your control, but your name is still attached to it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the same way if your name gets attached to anything, a murder case or anything, any type of a case, even if you end up being innocent, it's, if your name gets attached to something and allegedly you did this, this, and that, and your mm-hmm. name is all in the media and the newspaper or whatever, and ultimately come to find out you really didn't do it, your name is still always going to be attached to that, and you never want that to happen. So, exactly. So, but last night, since we talked about the balls earlier, last night, Joel Embiid had his way with the Lakers. He had his absolute 46, way. 15 rebounds. 7 7 assists, 7 deal? blocks. He's the real deal. Trust the process. Yeah, you don't put them numbers up on accident. That ain't fake. That's and, like and, and we're deal. forgetting that he went for 30 and 15 on DeAndre and Blake the night before. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a player, and he got yeah. paid. Like the amount, like he, the numbers he's putting up right he, he's now. He's looking like he's worth it. Yeah, yeah. He got paid a whole lot of money, especially with all the injuries that he's been through early on in his career to see him be able to tell you like this, turn man. it around. Lonzo Ball better be worried about them 76ers in a yeah, couple years yeah, if they stick together. Oh, yeah, if they stick ben together. Simmons had, what, 18, 11, and 10 man, or something I'm like that? Ben right Simmons, but Ben Simmons, you also got to remember, although the hype was around Lonzo Ball coming in, when Ben Simmons was coming in, he was legit getting LeBron-like comparisons. Right, he was. He was legit getting comparisons. And still like, will. And still, yeah, I mean, he's a 6'10 point guard. You ain't, you can't teach that. It's nothing you could teach about Going that. Only name one other but, one. But, but, but Ben Simmons, like I said, Lonzo got hyped for all the other reasons. Obviously, right, he's a, right. still a good basketball player. But Ben Simmons was one of those guys that you were like, okay, this dude could be one of the greatest, ultimately. Like, he could legit be one of the yeah, greatest, definitely. and not because of what nobody else was saying in the media or nobody else's influence. It was solely because of how good of a basketball player he was. But I'm just saying that's how big of an influence, you feel me, LeVar had because after a Ben Simmons injury last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, after a Ben Simmons injury and then all the talk in the offseason hiatus, we pretty much – I wouldn't say we as real basketball connoisseurs – we didn't forget about Ben Simmons, but we expected Levar, uh, Lonzo Ball to make the most noise 
as a as rookie, a rookie oh, or well, a new well, player well, I, in the si- league. Out period. of sight, out of mind. So I mean, Ben Simmons, same with Embiid. Nobody outside of him tweeting and always trolling people and trust the process and all that. Mm-hmm. When Embiid was injured, we're now talking about building a team around him because he just went for forty six points last night. But we weren't talking that much about building a team around Embiid last year because he was hurt. He was injured he was majority of the year. Same with Ben. We Simmons. didn't get to see enough from him. So him and Ben Simmons were both in a similar situations, but they were both guys who coming into the league had bat, from a basketball perspective, forget mamas and daddies and uncles and aunties and what people stole in China or whatever from a straight up point blank basketball perspective. Those guys came in with the hype that they came in with because of how good of basketball players they were. And that's my point. That goes back right, to what right. we were saying earlier. Some people can overcome that and you can argue that it made you better that you played versus and became better than us, or you could blame it on the fact that you stopped playing every other sport by the time you was 10, and we didn't. We kept splitting our time between baseball and basketball and football. You completely stopped and was playing AAU and all this different kind of I stuff. I travel baseball, so, too. But you been, 12, was your, till 12. Till, that's my <laughs> Don't touch me now. I'm not being till 12. Till 15. You know what I mean? So you didn't really play three sports league. You were you were a basketball player For sure. early on. That's what you picked. You feel me? We didn't do that, and that's why I went to play college baseball. It was... You know what I mean? In high school, I was still playing multiple sports is what I'm getting at. So I'm I'm going back to this uh, Embiid and Lonzo situation. We just basically agreed that Ben Simmons and Embiid and a couple of these other new players came in with this hype off of their pure talent. Right. Correct? Right. Now we can say that Lonzo having to live up to the hype that LeVar put on him could make him better or he could fold under that pressure. Right. And I think that's where we was agreeing yeah. well, earlier. Well, Lonzo had talent, too. Let, let's not well, sit you here just made like it, he, you no, 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 no. I said LeBron-like comparisons. Let's not N- sit not here and Embiid, like, though. No, no, I'm saying Embiid was still, he was still a top oh, but, guy. But top you just dog. said, not but because I'm, of the but, uncles but, and aunties but, and dads. But what I'm saying is, but but my point <laughs> is, crazy, yeah. what I'm nah. saying about Ben Simmons, I'm just saying that Ben Simmons was and still is a flat-out better basketball player than Lonzo Ball, regardless of of any kind of hype. Like I said, I never bought it. If that's the case, I can sit here and calculate but, every time that he said he was better than Steph. I'm not saying that. Yeah, what I'm saying I, is Ben Simmons was the real deal all along coming in. Out of sight, out of mind. It's the media. Le- Lons- yeah, I'm Le- just Bar- playing was devil's the advocate, and I'm saying that because of all these reasons. I'm, I'm not making excuses for him. I'm just right. saying because of the out of sight, out, all of the elements – put catapulted Lonzo Ball to be expected to be one of the probably top three most elite new players in the NBA today. Rookies. You're talking you know, rookies. rookies. Just new rookies. players. Because, no, 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 no. Don't go new. You rookies. He's a rookie coming into the league. He's a rookie. Wasn't last year he Ben was, Simmons' rookie season? No, he, this, got, he didn't play. He didn't play. But he got hurt. So this is his official, like, real first season. Yeah, this is his official rookie season right now. Ben Simmons, is, is his hype is because he is, is how good he is. But, but, some, but there's a lot of people that, that it's been questionable. Should Ben Simmons even be considered a rookie this year? All I'm saying is the pressure. We know that Ben Simmons is legitimately a freaking stud as opposed to Lonzo Ball. But because of the hype either whatever the Either way, way, the hype was, if Lonzo, them, either way, a full year of playing a, a season of basketball or being able to train at the NBA level and not coming straight out of high school or not having to go to class and all to that other stuff, he's going to swim. But even with yeah. that being said, Ben Simmons was able to get the best A1 training and pretty much skip a rookie year of basketball. He didn't come straight he, out he of college. He got, he got, he got a lot of NBA Are you convinced that? Lonzo Ball is going to swim? Are you just sold that he's going to swim? Or do you think that he ha- it's a, he got to prove himself to sink this or swim? This is where I'm at with him. I'm like at an 80% chance he's going to swim. 20% chance he's going to sink, but... I'm 70-30. You 70-30? I'm all the way live. I'm, I'm all you, the you're way 100%? I'm you have to good. be. You're a Laker he fan. He good, but he good. <laughs> I'm a Laker fan too, but I'm 70-30 just because, like I said, you got. I know that it's other elements more than just your mere talent. And when you're playing good and when you're the underdog, which I feel like whatever the reasons that we can say, I feel like that it catapulted Lonzo to be having right. the biggest expectancy. After a Ben Simmons injury and you not knowing really what to expect, I feel like it's less pressure. So when they're going out and putting up these tremendous numbers, it, it wasn't too much pressure, pressure. to do that. I really you get see what I'm your saying? point because 
Ben Simmons came into this season with no hype around no, his name. Like, none he of went, that. I seen he people didn't saying, get drafted but look, listen, this listen. year. He didn't get drafted. It don't matter. It don't matter. He's considered a rookie, and people were not even talking about him being a rookie of the year. That's all I'm saying, bro. Yeah, because half the people don't even consider him a rookie. But look how much easier it is for you to start excelling if you don't have the expectations. He's excelling. He's been having the expectations. He's a He's better than Lonzo Ball. He's been excelling. Often you, if, if y'all watch Power, Dre, he said it best. Sometimes there's perks with coming being an underdog, yep. being underestimated. I, that's so, been my so, point so, this whole time. Here's my question. So, 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 so now you. here's my question. Thank you. <laughs> Are y'all really sitting here telling me Ben Simmons is an underdog? Because if so, neither one of y'all watch basketball. No, that's no, not. If you no, say no, Ben no, Simmons so, is what anybody, we saying is hype if you're wise, saying hype wise, he wasn't No, he was not an underdog. Who was talking about coming into This is what I'm saying. This is the point. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. Because Lonzo Ball got drafted this offseason. Ben Simmons got drafted last offseason. He had the same hype. Hurt. But, you but crazy my point you is, but me. my point is, Ben Simmons had that same hype. Ben but at LSU still, when the team was trash, right. Ben Simmons was it's getting still the transition crit- of going from college no. to the NBA. We, are, we agree earlier. Ben Simmons didn't have the expectations Lonzo had. We agree earlier in the show that it's hard. Pretty right there. We agree earlier in the show that. So you telling me, so So did you forget about Ben? Did you ever watch Ben Simmons at LSU? Definitely. Yeah, did you? I, yeah, yeah, definitely. My point, Ben Simmons was, that. what I'm saying is He's he was being nature. compared to LeBron in college. He got injured. He it, was still it, able to so get A1 again, training. He was still again, able to do everything. What I'm saying is, we're getting too caught up in the hype. That's why we're having this conversation we're, about the kid even being anywhere. And, and it's but, not our fault. It ain't our fault. It, it's not, it's not yeah, your and, fault. And but also, what it's your fault that you're getting caught up in no, it. No, no, That's no, what the no, problem no, is. No, you, no, you that you even get caught up you in the hype. Because, That's because where you're you admit at fault. It, you admit it. If we just take the hype out of it, you admit it. Going from college to the NBA is it's already very a tough. very competitive transition. For sure. And then going from college to the NBA off of a serious injury that had you miss your entire rookie season, that causes for more optimism. That causes for more questionability. Right. But when no you're matter a what your com- when you're a 16 you point guard, it's No matter different. what your comparison <laughs> is, different. you yeah. feel me? After making a transition and not being proven at all and then having a very serious injury, we didn't know what to expect. All we heard was... Lonzo, 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 Lonzo. He got drafted the year before. All you heard was Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons. And that's why he wasn't even being looked at coming into this season as a rookie. So so here's my question. Here's my question. Okay, so you're trying to compare him rookie to rookie. Was there ever a point in time where you thought or even said that Lonzo Ball was a better basketball player than Ben Simmons? No, no, but that wasn't ever even brought to attention. Nobody was even thinking about that. Everybody's and thinking I'm about not even a rookie to rookie. I just said as new players. Like I've been right. saying, and uh, we Why? talked about it before. Because because what he been saying, the hype, and the you're hype. saying we getting caught up in it. But it's, that's the pre- that's what it's built you, around. How do you not get caught up? Yeah, in it, it was yeah. his game I'm not, that I'm got us saying, thinking. I'm that. not saying how do you not get caught up in it, but what I'm saying is for you to believe and let it affect if you think Lonzo Ball is. Whatever type of a player he is, what I'm saying is you can't just automatically, oh, based off of his game, it ain't like a Ben Simmons. He ain't a freak of nature like that to where I can say that he's automatically. That's my point. That's why. So you can't say you can't say you 100 percent that he's gonna be thriving in four years. Oh no, no. What I'm what I'm saying is I I am 100 percent that he's gonna be thriving in four years because it's not right now. What I'm saying is right now he's a true rookie coming into the league, and that's why he's having the struggles that he's having. But ultimately, he's not coming into the league. LeBron-like comparisons. If you, I'm talking about when I say LeBron-like comparisons, not because his dad said so, not because his cousin or his auntie said so. So what you think about year two? How do, you think, how do you think he because plays year two? Because he was that how good. He, how better than he does in year how one. I, I'm not exactly sure with that because I think you said the, <laughs> best, the best thing that could have happened to him. I'm not sure if it's the best because if you look at Kyle Kuzma, he is balling right now, but he had no hype coming this into the, the draft. But, 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 but here's year. the thing. This is the farthest off and I that's, and that's all. And that's all fine and dandy because we think different. I'm right. not trying yeah. to sound no, like you, cool. and I'm not right. going to yeah. sound yeah. like you yeah. because I know what it's like to be a younger brother or a younger whatever that deals with and face certain types of pressure. And if you sit here and nitpick and compare him to every single other rookie and say because Kyle, I wouldn't Kuz- do that. Kyle Kuzma's a yeah. good basketball player, let him be a but good like basketball said, player regardless of the pressure. Like he said, the Kyle other- Kuzma is good. Kyle Kuzma is. came in the in the summer league. 
They were selling out summer league games. Think about the hunger that come with being. They were selling out summer league games. Lonzo was balling. Kyle Kuzma was balling. But what you thinking about Kyle Kuzma when you thought of the Lakers? No, you were thinking about Lonzo Ball. But what I'm saying is Lonzo Ball was balling in the summer league, and they were selling out summer league games. But Kyle Kuzma is balling in the NBA right now. But what I'm saying is Kyle Kuzma balled in the summer league as well. That's my point. He still didn't have no hype. Both of them, both of them. But regardless of the hype of them coming in, when Lonzo did have the hype in the summer league. Kuzma to contribute the way that he is with less hype than to have to I live up to the pressure. Think about the hunger that come with it. You you hunger because it's like, man, they ain't even talk about me. They ain't think about me. They, they, I'm coming that, off the bench. Play. I'm That's balling. Amateur. That sounds so amateur, bro. These dudes is pros. You think, talk, we're talking about pros right <laughs> now, bro. Know, but we're talking about pros. You trying to tell me, you talking, me they don't think like that. They're talking about nineteen-year-old kids. Yeah, but they're still pros. But they're still pros coming into the league. They're nineteen-year-old kids, which is why. I ultimately think Lonzo Ball is A-OK. He's all good. And I think Kyle Kuzma is doing yeah, good because he's a good basketball only player. Time not because tell, he's not dealing with He was a good basketball player to even become a first-round draft pick in the first place. These are still so first-round draft picks. So you're trying to tell me hype has nothing to do with nobody's no, game in the NBA. Yeah, hype don't got to do with pressure. You crazy. That's what why saying, who, who crazy. performs in the fourth quarter and who don't. They all professionals, If I'm expected right? to perform, what, what if I'm, 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 if I'm expected to overachieve or perform at a very high level coming out the gates and I don't day in and day out to the point to where that's what I'm waking up and hearing is going to affect my psyche. And it, it could affect a lot what of I'm people. Saying. This is you what I'm me? saying. The kid has been dealing with it his entire life. No, he hasn't. I think he's no, having he, more struggles. When he was at UCLA, he was not dealing yes, with this kind was. of pressure. No, you, oh, my <laughs> goodness. All right. Podcast over. <laughs> he wasn't dealing with this kind of pressure at UCLA, but he was just a really good Player, he was better than those oh. guys. Now he's playing in the NBA. I can't he's believe you're comparing great NBA pressure to college pressure. Anyway, what I'm saying as... is, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, it's not even just about the pressure. It's about him being a 19 year old player. He's coming in there and he's taking his lumps in the NBA. That's normal. Who who do you know? There's not a lot of players that come in, especially stars, in their best season is their rookie season. That's not. That's what that I'm saying. The their best season. So not, so so my point. point is my point is I'm not worried about what he's doing right now and his field goal percentage or whatever the case may be, especially because he is actually producing in a lot of other areas. And you can say it's because he's on the Lakers. You can say whatever it is. The fact that he's putting up the numbers that he's putting up in a league full of elite point guards outside of his shooting percentage, I have no worries about the kid going forward. None at all. That's it. That's all. And you know what else? We we haven't brought it up. I don't like his demeanor on the court either. You know, I just don't see the yeah, I, I want to do better. He's or been, I, I'm he's, trying been, to... he's always been the laid back. I, I get you. Like we like we come from a place and we play with a little spunk. You know right, what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah. I agree. He he's not as fun to watch as you would like, as far as the effort that it looks like he's putting out. But they, he's they a like he's a smooth, he's a smooth, quiet, laid back reserve person by nature and we've we've been hearing that like completely since his dad even came out doing this to where we like it's completely opposite of how he is and his dad type of stuff you feel me exactly so i ain't really expecting him to change his style or his temperament of a person you get what i'm saying so i'm not necessarily so mad at that but what i am mad at is two points as the starting point guard two points right yeah you feel me you better have 15 assists or something if you're going to come out with two points and your dad comparing you to Steph Curry, you feel me? And, you're and, not, I, and that wasn't and, even against an elite and you point get, guard. And you feeling like you're losing fans and people calling you a bust. If you're telling me at 19 years old that that don't affect your mind in some not kind of way, one of yes, the you can overcome it and use it as a you – yeah. you can overcome it. It's like you chose to overcome it and use that. But it's times I watched you walk off the court and quit mad. You know sure. what I mean? But you chose to overcome it in the long run. And that's the and point. That's, what we say. That's, and that's why, why I have saying. no worries about but the kid because he's going to do just that. But everybody is not as strong-minded and as and mental that's the toughness problem. as you. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing and they're doing what they're doing. <laughs> you, anyway. see what I'm saying? you see what I'm that's saying? The that's, that's the problem. Why, that's, that's why we have yeah, that 80% down or the 20% exactly. down or whatever exactly. is because exactly. not everybody has the mental toughness to overcome which you might have overcame. But what I'm saying is he's still overcome. What I'm saying is everybody is choosing to point out the negatives because of what it is that the hype that he's coming in with but if you sit here and act like there's no positive what's his numbers what is he averaging right now like don't tell me where he ranks in what is his what is his numbers like what is you know what i mean that would give me more of a what is he averaging right now for the lakers 
Points, rebounds, uh, assists. It yeah, we good. We'll talk about this. Uh, in the meantime, back to MB, Caddy. What you think about him going forward in that future? Do you think that he's averaging nine points, six assists? I mean, six rebounds and seven assists. I'm not bad. mad at that. That ain't bad. I'm not mad at that at all. Nine points, Mm-mm. six rebounds, and seven assists as a rookie. You're I'm not mad at that at all. I'm not mad at that at all. I ain't mad. I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah. Now y'all yeah. quiet. Man, no, we, we up out of here. Anywho, look, man. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, it's time to get out of here. Y'all both around. What's his numbers? Oh, that ain't bad. Hey, tell the people. Time to go. Hey, when we post this on on the social media side. Y'all need to comment and tell us what you feel about what we talking about for right sure, now. Please, for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's all feedback good. is great. He, he it's, think he's just got it. Y'all just y'all ain't bad. No, what's his numbers? numbers you thought you decent. was gonna prove me wrong numbers with his numbers, decent. and he got solid numbers. But that showed that we are point me, but you ain't hearing our point. But we're saying okay, nine, six, and seven. That's decent right now. Thank you all for listening to today's podcast episode. It was fun while it lasted, but it came to an end. It came to an end, but you know, how I do it. Hello, he's he gonna be a Wake legend. Up and boss. He, he already he already flirting with averaging a triple double, man. I ain't mad at him. Wake up but and anywho, ball, baby. Nine point six rebounds, seven. Yeah, that's flirting with a triple double. But anywho, I'm gonna leave y'all the only way that I know how, and that is to stay woke and go win.